I'd been meaning to put up our interviews and all these other special talks uh, about catch wrestling up on some sort of uh, podcast platform, and I'd actually been looking around, and um, now I think Anchor.fm is uh, probably one of the best bets for you. Uh, you the inter- user interface has actually gotten much better. Um, it's free. They also have all these different tools, that, which I think work much better than they used to, uh, to edit and everything, so you can uh, put up a nice podcast, which we'll get more into later, so hopefully everything gets smoother later on. Um, also, they distribute your podcast for you, so it shows up on Spotify, Apple, uh, Google Podcasts, everything like that, and you can also get sponsorships. So uh, go ahead and check it out. We are live. I'm here with Anthony Pacek. He is training with American Hook Wrestling. Uh, That's our good friend, John Strickland, on the East Coast. Uh, Welcome, Anthony. Hey, good to be here again, Raul. All right. So uh, we got a bunch of things to talk about, but I want to kind of uh, uh, talk about you in particular, right? You have a match coming up. Can you kind of uh, tell us, like, uh, what kind of match and uh, what, like, uh, like where is it going to be and uh, what organization and all that? Yeah, sure. So uh, on November 14th, um, I've got an upcoming tournament. Um, the tournament organization is called Subspectrum. Um, it's uh, sort of up and coming promotion in in the uh, Midwest, specifically Iowa, the state that I live in. Um, it's run by a guy named Jordan Peitzman um, out of Des Moines. And uh, he's sort of one of these guys in the Nogi Jesus scene right now who is doing a lot for sort of the up-and-coming nogi scene you know more uh submission only rule set oriented you know adcc rule set oriented um and having showcase events you know where it's not just uh a tournament it's you know he'll have a tournament in the day and then a showcase or you know like a ufc card style kind of event at night where you can actually have one-off single matches between grapplers and have a full card, you know, of entertainment. Um, so, um, I really like to support this guy, uh, because he supports the kind of grappling that I like to see. And I like to compete in personally, which is the more nogi, uh, you know, less rules, the better kind of thing. And, you know, us as catch wrestlers, you know, that I, I feel like we as a collective really tend to favor that kind of rule set where, uh, you know, it's all submissions legal, you know, the sort of loosest point system possible, you know, really, to be able to really go out there and just kind of let it fly. Um, and he, uh, he does a really good job of treating the grapplers really well and, you know, uh, making tr- doing his best to try to make sure people get paid at his showcase events. Uh, this event, this subspectrum, uh, does not have a showcase of any kind. It's just a straight-up tournament. Um, and so I'll be competing uh, in Nogi in my weight class, 185, and I'll also be competing in the advanced absolute Nogi uh, bracket, which is open weight, and winner gets, uh, I believe it's $300 cash prize. And so, yeah, that's up and coming uh, next Saturday. All right, that sounds cool. So, uh, you mentioned like uh, gearing, like gearing the rules towards ADCC. Are these ones going to be specifically like ADCC rules, or is it a little bit of their own kind of rule set? Yeah. So, uh, the 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 uh, subspectrum rule set is basically like a modified ADCC rule set, where the first couple minutes of every match is submission only, and then the last couple of minutes 
of every match. Uh, there's the uh, point system implemented, and their point system they use, uh, I, I believe, is pretty close. It looks pretty close to ADCC with some minor tweaks here and there. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, I really like that. Um, I've actually grown sort of more fond of that rule set lately than the actual submission only rule set. Um, that being the the uh, EBI rule set that everyone um, basically uses in the submission only scene, um, you know, where you've got, you know, just a solid block of submission only time and then you've got the overtime system. Uh, after that, if no submission is scored, you know, where you start off in certain positions. Um, I've actually gravitated more towards the point system myself um, lately. Um, I kind of realized that um, what was more important for me as a grappler was having all submissions legal, having all submissions at my disposal, you know, leg locks, uh, spine locks, neck cranks, stuff like that. Uh, that is actually more important to me than actually ha having a submission only match. Uh, because it, even if there's a point system, I still have any submission I want at my disposal. You know, us catch wrestlers, we like to use any and all submissions, uh, you know, that we have. Um, so yeah, yeah. Um, I've I've been I've been liking that that rule set a lot. Um, okay. So, yeah. how, how long is the time limit then of your matches? Um, uh, good question. I never. I, I don't know. I I that's that's one of those things that I I I never really look into too much. I think it's it'll probably be like uh, ten minutes max. You know, probably somewhere in like six to ten minutes. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, I, I don't know. I don't really concern myself too much with time limits because they're all relatively close together. You know, now if you're in a catch wrestling alliance, uh, <laughs> catch wrestling match is 20 minutes, so you got to concern yourself with that. Yeah, it, that's a huge difference. Because I was thinking, because even a lot of the EBI rules is like the the actual wrestling or the grappling time would be sometimes even like seven minutes, right? And like, and then they go to the overtime where you go back and forth to see who can escape or submit faster, right? So uh, I think that can make it where it's like someone can like tough it out for seven to ten minutes, and then uh, if if they feel like they're stronger in that in that overtime system, whoever's listening, I don't know if you don't know what we're talking about, but uh, maybe it's a little too uh, if we're, maybe we're a little too into nogi to to know about it, but it's like it's just a system where where you can go back and forth, and you start um, where one one of the uh, opponents selects whether you can start whether uh, in the taking the back or in a arm bar situation. And then they'll time if who, like whoever can submit the person faster or whoever can escape faster. And so then like, if you can submit your guy uh, in like uh, 15 seconds and then it's his turn to try to uh, submit you. And if you can last longer than that time or if you can escape faster or something then you can win. Uh, so it becomes kind of like this weird back and forth thing, right? Where Maybe it can be a little confusing to um, the audience and maybe even the the competitor. I don't know, but yeah, if like if there's some way that you can finish it, or maybe even have a little bit of a longer time match, uh, and then have some way where it can be finished in that within that time period, or I don't know. But uh, I kind of agree with you, where it's like uh, you know I'm liking the whole nogi thing, and I'm I'm, I'm interested in how people uh, from different backgrounds are kind of figuring out like how to do it and um okay so before we move into some other kind of um, topic uh what date is your tournament it, it is november 14th in des moines iowa 
Okay, cool. So I just want to make sure that that gets repeated and stuff so that everyone here knows. And so then now we're going to kind of start jumping into related stuff, but um, and it's still similar, but I want to make sure everyone is uh, actually, and how does everyone, uh, can, is it going to be streamed anywhere or? Um, I'm not sure if he's streaming this time since he's not actually doing a showcase of any kind. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, yeah, the, 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 uh, the uh, cash prize bracket may be streamed. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he, if he was streaming that. So uh, if you go to Subspectrum, you know, like on Facebook or YouTube, you know, and just subscribe to them, um, you know, and this on, on, the four, on the 14th, you can check for, you know, like a live stream or something like that. And uh, if you're a catch wrestler, you know, you'll have your boy holding it down out there for us uh, catch wrestlers in this tournament. Lots yeah. of good names. Yeah, so hopefully everyone checks them out. Because um, I've seen them post, like, I'll, actually I've seen them post more on Facebook and stuff, but I mean, I'm sure you can find them uh, all over. So make sure you check out Subspectrum. So we're going to uh, start talking about other things kind of related, but, um, uh, you know, but a little bit different. We're going to try to get into some of the Nogi stuff they were talking about. And then other big news that I spoke about, uh, I think it was like a couple weeks ago before the Gagey fight, uh, was the whole IBJJF. Uh, inclusion for Nogi, right, of heel hooks. And I believe in um, in Gi, it's still going to be banned. And I think that can uh, open up a whole can of worms with regards to Gi itself. Because say, like, even uh, tonight, um, uh, there was, like, you know, there's there's off, there's almost every week now on Flow Wrestling or Flow Grappling, there's, like, some uh, grappling event where they'll have a mix of, like, Gi and Nogi matches and stuff. And uh, it's seeming like uh, maybe, or maybe because I'm <laughs> maybe I'm more biased towards the whole Nogi thing, but it's almost seeming where it's like we're starting to tip that balance where maybe even Nogi is like uh, like we'll have more matches of Nogi uh, as opposed to Gi, and then like when the Gi one comes on, it's like seems a little bit more boring, and <laughs> at least in my opinion, right? But there's a chance, and this is probably the question I, I want you to respond to first. Would be like, do you think that because of IBJJF still keeping the ban on the heel hooks and stuff for Gi. That do you think that since Nogi is gonna like have that now, everyone who's gonna who, who's gonna compete in Nogi is gonna start using it, or at least it in brown and black for IBJJF, right? Black, brown and black belt. Um, that maybe Gi itself might kind of like lose its popularity even more. Or, what, what do you think about that? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, you know, me, me myself, I'm, I'm a purple belt in, in jiu-jitsu, and, you know, I train and teach in the gi. Um, personally, though, from a, sort of a, a sports and entertainment standpoint, I really don't pay attention to gi jiu-jitsu at all. You know, uh, I kind of know who, like, some of the big names are and kind of, like, what's going on there a little bit. But I generally concern myself with the no-gi scene. And so, yeah, just kind of just kind of clarify for anybody who doesn't know, the IBJF legalized the uh, heel hook submission and the knee reaping position for brown and black belts in the Nogi division, which is a huge thing. It's a really, really big thing. Doing these Trump hands, it's huge, huge. And uh, <laughs> for the, <laughs> for the uh, grappling world, because for the longest time, you know, the IBJJF is basically the biggest organization in the world of jujitsu. And for the longest time, you know, they've uh, had a ban on this uh, uh, very good leg lock position and, of course, one of the best leg lock submissions. And so although although they do allow other leg locks and leg lock positions, uh, you know, at 
once you reach certain bell levels, um, essentially by making you know one of the best leg locking positions illegal and one of the best sub- leg lock submissions illegal, they basically kind of neutered the leg lock game uh, in their rule set. You know, you can do certain stuff, and you know, you see guys like Gordon Ryan go in there with a modified game um, and still do well and still leg lock guys. Uh, but it's basically a neutered version of it. You know, let's be, let's 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 be totally honest here. Um, and really, be, uh, before they made that announcement, it really, at least on most from most people's perspectives, it didn't seem like they were about to legalize those things anytime soon. Really, you know. So maybe it was due to like you know COVID nineteen pressure. You know, looking maybe drawing some more business. Uh, or maybe it was just due to the pressure of businesses like you know, like Subspectrum, or you know, like uh, like like uh, Sapatero, you know, um, organizations like that who are um, hosting these uh, nogi grappling events um, with you know wide open rule sets and doing well. You know, I mean, they're not they're not raking in huge dollars, but they're starting to come up. There's so a scene that's starting to develop even out here in midwestern states where there's not a high population density. Um, so maybe it was just straight up pressure for pressure from that. Maybe it was a combination of that and, you know, just COVID taking, taking toll on the economy for everybody. But, uh, yeah, I, I woke up one morning and, um, and just flipped open Facebook and it just said, I legalized legalize these things. And so that's, a, that, that's a really, that's going to be a really big shift. Um, I do think that we are going to see eventually, uh, you know, IBJJF tournaments look more, you know, like these fight to win cards, you know, the s- stuff like that, which I think overall is a good thing. Um, as far as the, as far as that stuff being legalized in the gi goes, personally, I don't care uh, because getting to this point where we can have heel hooks in nogi has taken so long, really, and uh, that now trying to worry about that stuff getting legalized you know, in the gi where there's even more sort of, uh, this, um, you know, this dislike or just sort of, uh, poo-pooing of leg locks. Um, there's even more of that in the gi scene, um, or just a lack of understanding in general. Um, trying to worry about that is just, I don't, I don't need to, you know, it's, it's not really a concern of mine. Um, the, the whole main argument against it in the gi is, is that, you know, once you, get into a position where you can heel hook, you know, the friction of the pants and the friction of your sleeves and the friction in general uh, makes it so that you're at least what is claimed. It makes it so that there's a greater chance of injury when you apply the heel because the guy can't slip his leg out. Now, do I think that's true? No, I think that's a bunch of BS. Honestly, Uh, I think it's just more misunderstanding uh, about leg locks in general. Um, if you want to look up Robert Drysdale, if you're listening out there, look up, go to, go, go to Robert Drysdale's YouTube channel. You don't know who he is. Uh, he choked out Marcelo Garcia with a Dars, I believe is an ADCC, uh, American, uh, competitor. Um, he's most known for his Nogi stuff. Like I think he trained couture briefly, uh, but he also trains and teaches in the Gi and he's got a really good video out, um, basically countering the argument that, heel hooks are more dangerous than the gi um so you know what gi jiu-jitsu guys do is really i you know i really don't care it's none of my concern you know uh but i do think it's a huge step forward big big progress 
to see the heel hook and the reaping position uh, legalized in the biggest jiu-jitsu organization in the world. I know it's going to get me to more of their tournaments. I'm still going to support more local tournaments, you know, like Subspectrum and stuff like that because they were doing it when no one else was, uh, and I want to see my local scene grow. Uh, but you'll, you're definitely, you're definitely going to see your boy, uh, on the IVJJF stage, um, soon. Yeah, that's great. And it'll motivate you to get that brown belt and all that just so you can, uh, be doing all that, right? That's right. Yeah. That's right. My, my, uh, school actually just got a new affiliation with Rafael Lovato Jr. Uh, so, uh, yeah, next belts up, I'll be, uh, I'll be a Lovato Jr. brown belt. So yeah. look forward all right. Well, because that was the other thing that was kind of going on, especially say if we talk about Tenth Planet, where it's like uh, you'll get a lot of Tenth Planet schools that'll just be um, like, well, I don't want. It. But basically, for IBJJF, you have to like register, and that's the other thing. There's a lot of bureaucracy, right? You have to kind of uh, uh, register as a coach, so you can be a recognized coach and a recognized school through IBJJF, uh, so that your students can then be recognized and all that. So there's a lot, it has a lot to it. There's probably even more to it than that, but uh, with regards to a school that only does no gi, like 10th Planet, then uh, fewer uh, affiliates of theirs were wanting to go through all that bureaucracy uh, so that, um, like, like a lot of them would be like, why do I want to pay to be recognized? And then you guys go do some, compete in some modified rules that we don't even really practice because it's so neutered, like you were saying earlier, right? So uh, maybe maybe we're gonna see like an opening up, or maybe we'll see more Tenth Planet there, or uh, you know some other other schools might like like maybe the competition will be get, will get more deep and uh, it might be more exciting, right? I I sure hope so. I sure hope so. I love I love no, nothing better than to see the IBJJF Nogi uh, uh, scene to explode and become even bigger. You know, right now um, it's it's why a lot of people who compete consistently in IBJJF winning an IBJJF Nogi world championship is not considered that prestigious. You know, um, it's sort of looked down upon compared to the Gi divisions. And I love nothing better than to see that uh, flip flop or at the very least even out um, because it, it, that's just pushing, that's pushing Nogi for to a, to a higher stage. You know, it's giving it more prestige, more ch chance of cash prize. And anytime that happens, you know, that's always good for catch wrestling. Yeah, yeah, I think so, too. Because, um, yeah, it's like a, the rising tide lifting the, all the boats, right? But, um, uh, yeah, so what I wanted to say, too, is, like, you're, you're totally right where it's like you had these, say, like, yeah, Fight to Win or these other organizations, um where uh, you do see these these uh, IBJJF world nogi champions, and then they get submitted in the more of a free like fight to win or, or other uh, organizations where they don't where they allow basically all these locks and stuff. So uh, yeah, you're right. It's like if, if yeah. So uh, yeah, I don't really pay attention to gi stuff, and uh, so it sounds like uh, you're not really paying attention. So uh, uh, yeah, it seems like uh huh. Yeah, and, and that's the thing is, us as catch wrestlers, we don't need to pay attention to the gi stuff. Let them do their stuff. They don't want heel hooks. They don't want reaps. That's fine. You know, mm -hmm. that's not really our big thing. You know, and sometimes, you know, I, you know, I like to compete in the gi every now and then, but it's not my main focus. You know, I'm mm -hmm. like, you know I mean, my main focus as a competitor is no gi, you know. And so although it might grind my gears that, you know, uh, 
that there's all this prestige still given to Gi World Championships where, you know, apparently the baddest grapplers on the planet don't compete with heel hooks. You know, that's fine. <laughs> we, we don't have to tear them down. We just have to outgrow. You know, we can just go our own way and, and, and outgrow. And that would be perfectly fine. And I, in the long run, if I was a betting man, you know, I think Nogi in the long run is going to is gonna overtake and it's going to become more popular. Uh, but, you know, I mean, if Gi Jiu-Jitsu went away completely tomorrow, I'd be a little sad. You know, I'd be a little sad. I'd still like them to be around. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess I don't mind they're there or not. Because, yeah, it's, um, it is almost like, uh, even though you, you might, well, they've even separated in IBJJF, right? Like, they'll have the worlds, their world competition, and then they'll, have, they'll even have Masters World, and then, but then they'll have their own separate, on a separate month, right? <laughs> um, the Nogi Worlds, right? So uh, they've even kind of separated. We can, you can, like, be in your own world, oblivious to the other, the other world, the other planet, right? And then, uh, totally exist or right? totally coexist but not even you can you can join both if you want but yeah yeah and, and I, I think it's it's important to say too not not only do i not really care about gi jiu-jitsu um i i also don't really care too much about the ibjjf um although it is good you know and that will draw me into more of their tournaments you know they weren't there uh making those moves when it counted you know now you've got these Fight Twin organizations, Subspectrum, Sopatera, organizations like this who were there and who said, there's a demand here that we're going to fill. We're going to do it. We're not going to make a lot of money. We're going to grind work really hard and work our asses off for this labor of love and build these uh, organization tournaments. And so now the IBJJF is doing this. You know, that's great, but I'm not going to suddenly flip-flop. Like, oh, my God, now I'm just going to go, you know, you know, now the IBJJF changed things. Now I'm just going to go solo compete in IBJJF. Like, no. It's it's too late. It it took too long. You know, may, maybe in the long run, if they keep making moves like these, you know, I'll come to appreciate them more. Uh, but uh, they can't. Out, for, at least for me, they can't win my heart that easily. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, cool. That's, that's a good point to add there too, because yeah, it is. It's true. It's like a, we have all these, and even like a lot of people call ADCC the Olympics of grappling. Or, so I mean, uh, you know, they've been around for a really long time. And uh, they, you know, it's like they've grind area. You know, it's like they've they've worked and laid the the framework for uh, being so huge. Yes. Right? Exactly. Yeah. They 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 laid that foundation. Mm. Um, and you know, um, I, I like watching ADCC. It's great, but there is that issue with ADCC as far as like progressing the rules where they've got these rules in place, and you know, there's big time, you know, like chic and oil money at the top of it that, you know, for whatever reason makes it really hard to get rules changed. Like there's still the rule in ADCC where it's like their guys are like rolling off the mat into cement and into tables and they like don't stop the action, you know, and that's been around like since the beginning, it hasn't get that changed. So I'll, although I do like that and, and that is a cool kind of like Super Bowl event every two years, um, I don't think we should put so much stock into ADCC either uh, because if it, if dumb rules, you know, like the rolling off the mat rule, and also just like their kind of vague point system in certain areas, they still haven't gotten right. Then I think it's it's you know I think your time and energy is is best put into you know your local your 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 your, your local tournament or your local promotion like mine with Subspectrum, who is making these kind of moves that we want to see and doing them more on the local level. Cool. Yeah, great point. Because uh, that was the thing. It was like uh, ADCC got uh, postponed, not because they couldn't find a place to to hold the trials in the United States, 
because they could have, but then they said that like their their referees, because of their rules, right, were so specialized and they weren't allowed to come into the country because of our travel ban right now. So they decided to postpone it, right? So uh <laughs> right yeah that's a good point yeah too because like i was saying with the, with the with the vagueness of some of the rules adc refs they are very specialized you know and uh i just just real quick a i think a lot of the reason why i do like adcc rules is because they do to a certain degree kind of treat the turtle position um as more on the same par as the guard position um and they call themselves the, a submission wrestling tournament you know so they're not, uh, you know, all, although a lot of competitors are jiu-jitsu competitors, like it is express expressly a submission wrestling tournament, and the, and the rules do, uh, and at least in my opinion, cater to a more like generality of grappling, you know, um, and in the 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 end result is that it's it's more friendly to us, you know, as catch wrestlers, but also also other styles too, you know. I think I think they've got it. They the 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 uh, positional hierarchy is what I'm getting at. They I think they are ha they have a better sense of the positional hierarchy than you know like the IBJJF does. Yeah, yeah, and no, I think that's a good point as well. Uh, definitely. So for people who aren't maybe as into it, I mean, like a lot of times right now, even still, it's like a lot of people are saying like, oh, don't give your back. And but a lot of times going to turtle or you say we might say we might call it ref. Uh, can probably get you out of a situation even easier than you know staying on your back and trying to keep someone in guard and stuff. So, uh, especially if you know how to use it. What was that? Especially if you know how to use it. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, but the thing is, so, so so like if we show something like that uh, with catch wrestling, maybe make a YouTube video, but then you'll see people who are just so ingrained with the, your run of the mill jujitsu. Um, they'll be like, no, you never give your back, but I want to kind of talk about like it say in mma it's like a lot of people are getting off of the ground if they get if they get taken down a lot of times people are going to ref and then they're tripoding and then they're standing back up or using the cage and then you know turning their back to the person not getting choked you know they're still defending and they're able to stand back up so it's like um, i think we might be seeing that more and more because uh, there are a lot of uh, wrestlers or people who are trying to learn wrestling uh to enhance their mma um but yeah hopefully like it hasn't uh, spread. You still see that whole idea where they're like, "Oh, you're giving your back," and they're complaining. Like that's never going to work. You're going to get choked out. Or like, if you know, like how you said earlier, it's like if you know what you're doing, you'll you'll be fine, right? You know, you'll be able to get out. You have a lower lower chance of getting choked out or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I've I've been I've been fighting this battle uh, since pretty early on in 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 my grappling career and just the conclusion i've come to as you know it, it might be jaded but my conclusion i've come to is just we need to start our own shit and outgrow because there's enough people where there's enough demand you know um at least you know when we, when you combine the entire kind of like nogi jujitsu world you know including you know catch wrestlers wrestlers you know uh you know maybe like mma guys you know there's enough of us there who see the kind of BS there and just kind of the lines that are repeated over and over and over. It's like, you'll get on like a, you know, you'll this like gi and no gi debate, which is just like, it's not even an actual like debate. It's just two different things. Like which is better gi or no gi. Like these conversations are still being had, you know, they're being had 10 years ago. And it's like, people still can't understand. Like these are two different things. They're two different sports, you know, like wrestling, judo, it's, you know, 
But, uh, you know, but yeah, and then, the course, the whole leg lock debate, which has gotten better. Don't get me wrong. It's gotten better, you know, and then uh, and then points versus no points, which isn't really a debate either. It's just two different rule sets. You know, it's just these same old just bad arguments for for not, you know, uh, for basically reasons why you shouldn't, you know, train Nogi or more look into more Nogi stuff or more catch wrestling kind of things, you know. And so I personally, I gave up on that. And I'm just like, we just, you know, we need to focus our time and energy on people who think like us, you know, and if stuff gets changed from the inside, like it happened with the IBJJF legalizing heel hooks and reaping, that's great. That's a bonus. But trying to count on that, rely on that for progression, I think is just a, a losing battle that the, the, the mentality that's ingrained in that world, where it's just sort of repeating these lines that don't make sense uh in my opinion runs so deep that it's just not worth it it's not worth it yeah yeah you just continue building our own thing right yeah 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 finding our audience really because that's like uh, that's the whole thing with uh virtually any kind of uh <laughs> even like you can even talk about uh christianity and all that right it's like oh you don't like uh the way we do it then we're going to start our own little division right and then, sure right? yeah find your audience and it grows so yeah, same thing. We'll, we'll do that with with our own catch wrestling and uh, you know nogi and all that. Hopefully so, man. Ho- hopefully so. You know, uh, will, will will it ever be you know as big as jiu-jitsu is? You know, or, or 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 will be? Who knows? Who knows? It might always be you know a smaller subset of the grappling community compared to jiu-jitsu. Because let's face it, catch wrestling is violent. It's rough, and it's not for everybody. You know, and as the world gets softer, you know, the world gets less and less. Uh, more suitable for catch wrestling. So, you know, we'll see. But yeah, um, I think trying to pump up pump up the Nogi scene as much as possible only helps us. Yeah, yeah. So speaking about that, so um, uh, I wanted to bring up this other thing we kind of mentioned uh, off air one, like a while back. Uh, we, you had kind of an epiphany about catch wrestling. And uh, I was wondering if you can kind of elaborate on that like what it is to you or and because you've, you've also now uh, so we've known each other for years now right and like you've really took a deep dive into the study of catch wrestling so can you kind of uh, show us some or at least tell us uh, some of these uh, gems that you've you've discovered sure sure yeah so um so you know just a little background on this and this and sort of the idea or, or argument that I'm about to get into is purely my opinion. You know, I'm not claiming to be some catch wrestling God. This is just my opinion and the way that I feel, you know? So if you got a different opinion, please go do what you want to do. You know, that's perfectly fine. I'm not telling anybody not to do anything. This is just my own personal insight. Um, so I, so I, I'm a, I'm a fur belt in jiu-jitsu. I've been trained in jiu-jitsu since 2009. Um, had a little bit of wrestling in high school before that. And then uh, shortly after I got into jiu-jitsu, I discovered catch wrestling online, you know, and I just really took to it uh, really well. It just sort of suited me very well, given my background and my mentality towards grappling. I had a really good uh, coach as far as mat wrestling goes in high school, you know. Uh, So I really took to that. Um, And just sort of like looking into catch wrestling, you know, there's – you know – it's it's sort of hard to say that there's been like one definitive catch wrestling rule set. Generally, how it goes is you know in catch wrestling you can win by pin or by submission, which I think is pretty good. I you know I I, 
I, I tend to agree with that. I like that. You know, what, whether submissions were outright allowed back in the day or whether they were, they were just things that were allowed to, you know, kind of like manipulate somebody into a pin, you know, um, I've heard that. I've heard that before. That's sort of that's, that's something that can be debated. But, you know, generally how catch wrestling rules have gone is, um, you know, pit, pit, pin or submission and, you know, any kind of, you know, extra rules that you want to agree to before the match, you know, uh, between you and your opponent. Um, but in the modern era, um, at least when, when, you know, I've gotten into, to, uh, catch wrestling, there's, I, I, I began to notice there's really this, uh, there's this dividing line that comes down, um, in the middle of catch wrestling rules. And that dividing line is whether or not the pin is in play at all times or whether or not the pin goes out of play when someone has a submission hold on or locked in. Um, so obviously the second rule set, the latter there, would definitely cater to more of a jiu-jitsu audience, more of a modern submission grappling audience um, where it's like, you know, uh, you know, I've got, uh, you know, I'm on someone's back and I'm going for a rear naked choke. And then they roll over and they're putting my shoulders on the mat, but I'm on their back. So should the referee be counting a pin there because they're putting my shoulders on the mat? Or should the referee not be counting a pin there because I'm going for a submission? You know, I'm on his back. I'm in a dominant position. Like, how does that suss out? Um, you know, um, how, you know, which, wh basically, which lane are you picking? Are you going to say that, no, that guy's getting pinned, the referee should start counting? Or you say, no, you don't count a pin because you want the guy to work for a submission because the submission is more definitive than the pin, basically. That's the argument, you know. And as a jiu-jitsu guy, you know, uh, as well as a catch wrestler, you know, I can see that side, you know. Um, I can see where they're coming from there. Because uh, a modern submission grappling audience – wants to see submissions you know they don't want to see pins as much that's not as definitive for them um so sort of the epiphany that i came to um was that you know because i was undecided for a while i was like you know this makes sense you know where you would just have pin and play all the time it's very simple it's very clear it's very clean you know um it's very easy to understand um and it tends to favor and it tends to uh make people have better wrestling basics. You know, there's more emphasis on the wrestling when the pins at play at all times, you know, um, it looks more like a wrestling match, which this is catch wrestling. And I think it should, you know, that might be my own personal bias coming from like a folk style background. Uh, but that's, that's my take on it. And when you sort of insert this rule into that clean simplicity that, Oh no, uh, once someone gets in a submission, then this suddenly becomes a jiu-jitsu match. And it's like, so a jiu-jitsu match breaks out in the middle of a catch wrestling match. That's basically what you're saying here. Like, yes. It's like, okay, I might be on board with that, but then how do you define what's a submission hold? You know I mean? That's very arbitrary. You know, take IBJF, for instance, you don't even get points for a submission attempt. <clears throat> you, uh, you just get an advantage point, you know? And that's one of those things that's super subjective, you know, a lot of times, you know, um, I remember, I think it was uh, JT Torres, you know, maybe like seven or eight years ago, lost in the finals uh, because his opponent got an advantage point 
going for like a fist choke or something like that from guard. And it was super controversial. <clears throat> and so when it comes down to defining what is and what is not a submission, um, you get really sketchy there and you, it gets really arbitrary. And so I don't like that, you know, because we as catch wrestlers, we as catch wrestlers know that you can a lot of times turn anything into a submission. You know what I mean? Very simple things like a form on the neck can become a submission, mm-hmm. you know, whereas <clears throat> people who are more jiu-jitsu oriented don't necessarily see that, you know. And so it also kind of skews the concept of submission. Uh, I'm going to get some water. My throat's drying yeah, up real quick. Go ahead, go ahead, one go ahead. Yeah, go for it. That's totally fine. Yeah, so um, – so for those of you who are still with us at this time, um, yeah, hopefully you guys are kind of understanding that where it's like, uh, uh, so we did have one event in Singapore where uh, someone was trying to do a sweep. They were under, it was a Matt Trans uh, match. Um, and so then his opponent was trying to do a jujitsu style sweep where he rolled onto his back to try to get him over uh, and maybe try to attempt a submission. But anyway, Matt based out and kept uh, his opponent on his back for even five seconds or so uh, before I called the pin. Um, it's kind of uh, was a little uh, generous on that because I wanted to make sure that he knew that he was pinned uh, before I called it. And so that was kind of one of the things that, that happened where it's like keeping the, the pin in play at all times, uh, that, that's part of wrestling. and therefore catch wrestling right so are you back you good you're all good yeah yeah i'm back i usually don't talk this much so my throat just cashes out super quick (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah yeah so uh you know i i came to the conclusion that i'm squarely on the side of pins count anywhere keeps it clean keeps it simple and you know if you want to see more submissions you know there's plenty of no gi submission tournaments out there right now Mm -hmm. you know but when you, in, when you inject this rule that, you know, suddenly the pin stops once a, you know, submission hold, you know, whoever's defining that comes into play, um, <clears throat> it creates like this weird catch wrestling jujitsu, like hybrid kind of thing mm-hmm. where um, it just becomes, you know, it, it, it becomes harder to understand, at least in my opinion, you know, uh, as, as someone who does grappling. And I would ra- – personally, I would rather do a s- straight-up, pure, you know, old-school, if you want to call it, catch wrestling match where pins count everywhere. Or I'd rather do a jiu-jitsu match, you know, sub-only or ADCC, you know, jiu-jitsu match. Do one of those two, those two but sort of – this sort of meeting in this, at least in my opinion, an unhappy medium or uh, unhappy middle. Um, I'm just not into it. I'm I'm just not into it. I think, uh, you know, I I I appreciate what, you know, you're you're uh, going for there, uh, to try to draw on you know a more modern audience to catch wrestling, but I, you know, I th- I think, uh, I don't know. I I I think you're gonna I think you're gonna, you're you're gonna get more respect just being straight up pure catch wrestling is what it is. Like, yep. That guy was going for a triangle, but you know what? He got pinned, you know, and that's our rules, and that's what it is. And you got to wrestle. You got to wrestle more. You know, you can't rely on, you know, just 
locking your legs around someone, locking your arms around someone, and then just getting the the, the ref to stop calling a pin. Mm-hmm. You know, so like I said, that's just my own personal opinion. If you feel differently, go do those rule sets. You know, support those rule sets. You know. Yeah, you know, but I think you kind of see that. I think uh, people can kind of infer from what you're saying, where it's like um, we'll have people organizing catch wrestling matches where yeah, they, they definitely come from more of a modern understanding of grappling or a jiu-jitsu background. And so then they're going to – they're not – they don't necessarily value that pin, right? So then you'll see some rule sets where they're like, oh, you can, have, you can be on your back for like five seconds there to see if you can't, you know – Pull guards or, or get out of guard or do a sweep or I don't know whatever. But you, you see all these weird things where it's like, oh, I, at least at least to me it just kind of lets me know it's like, oh, you're coming from that kind of like jujitsu background or, or um, uh, you know, there's some kind of modern, more modern understanding of grappling, which uh, we're trying to do catch wrestling here. And so, but the thing is, is like, yeah, the, the catch wrestling we we have kind of like. Uh, uh, like we still have some of these old timers who are still alive telling us how it was back in the day, right? We have evidence and stuff, so um, you know, I'm still gonna support the whole pendants and play at all times, right? Um, I, 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 I might even suggest this, you know, if you're going for well, you know, we, we want to give guys more time off that you know from fr- from these positions, you know, extend the pin count, you know what I mean? So, you know, yeah, let's say you do get into a triangle choke. You know, and instead of three seconds, you've got five seconds or ten seconds. You know, um, to to finish that. You know, um, but it's it's you're all you're doing is you're just extending the pin count. You're not like swapping the pin in and swapping the pin out at mm-hmm. various points in the match, which just becomes like weird. Mm-hmm. It becomes weird and kind of confusing to me. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I I think you know if you're gonna make modifications. You know, you want to be surgical about it and elegant about it. I think extending the pin count, like in judo, you know, like in judo, they have that extended pin count, you know, where it's, uh, you know, it's like 20 seconds or whatever on the back and you win. You know, you can even do that, you know, call it no-gi judo. You know, that's mm-hmm. a, that's cool. I'd watch that. I'd watch mm-hmm. that, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I think if you're going that route where you want to see more submissions, just extend the pin count. You'll get that without sort of like sacrificing the core principle of catch wrestling. Yeah, yeah, and, and so a, a jiu-jitsu match doesn't break out in the middle of a catch wrestling match, right? Yeah, yeah, because that's essentially what's happening. Yeah, no, you're exactly right, and I think that's a good way to put it so people can understand better, like, because, yeah, you'll see here, it's, yeah, so anyway, yeah, so you're not confusing people also, the, the spectators who are watching, uh, that's the last thing you want to do, right? It's like, people go in, and that's, what, that's what's cool about catch wrestling, where it's like, you can easily tell uh, a spectator, you know, you're gonna take someone. You take your buddy in, like, hey, let's go check out this catch wrestling match. How do you win? There's no points. You just someone has to beat the other person by pin or submission. That's pretty. Okay. Pretty okay. Cool. And, and okay. Now the pins in play. Okay. Oh, oh. Now it's not. Now it's not anymore. Okay. Now we can't get pinned. Okay. Now we can get pinned again. Okay. Now we can't. Like, why? Who wants to do that? You know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially in the world of catch wrestling, where it's like it's damn near dead. It's like mm-hmm. trying to do stuff like that is just like, what are we doing? What are we doing? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. All right, so um, let's go ahead and just do a recap on uh, on your match. So when is your subspectrum match coming up again? Give us the date. Yeah, yeah. yeah so my my it's a uh, my uh, tournament um, is November fourteenth in Des Moines, Iowa. Uh, I'll be competing in my weight class no gi, and then I'll also be competing in the advanced cash prize bracket no gi as well. 
um, I, you know, I'm the only catch. I know I, I, I think I'm the only catch wrestler. Maybe there's one or two more, uh, who might be out here, but, uh, you know, um, I'm, I always like try to represent for catch, you know, be respectful, uh, train hard, compete hard, uh, compete smart, you know, so I'm going to try to do that. Win some dough at the same time. But do you have like a American hook wrestling rash guard? Are you going to go shirtless or are you going to wear a rash guard? Um, I don't have a, I don't have a American hook, hook wrestling rash guard. Um, I'll, I usually I wear spats and, and a short sleeve rash guard. So I think I'll do that this time. Um, but, uh, I know, I know old John Strickland, he's got a, uh, I think it's like a spring tease, uh, site or whatever set up where you can basically get the American hook wrestling logo on anything and everything you want. I think I saw a baby bib in there somewhere. So it wouldn't be too much of a stretch to think that I could get it on a rash guard. Yeah, hopefully we can, yeah, hopefully we can do that. And because like a, a lot of us had uh, the, uh, you seen our in our older pictures where a lot of us had the same uh, black and red catch wrestling rash guards. So yeah, we should probably do some more. You know, so yeah, we'll, I'll, I'll talk to John about you know doing rash guards and stuff. I think a rash guard is order. I mean, is, is an order. I mean, who wouldn't want to see this on the back of a rash guard? That's pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. Okay, anything else uh, coming up for you, or are you just kind of focused on your your tournament right now? Um, no, no. As far as jiu-jitsu goes, um, I don't have. Uh, I'm just focused on this tournament right now. Nothing planned after that. Um, but yeah, I um, you know, um, setting my sights is um, eventually competing in some nogi IBJJF stuff. You know, earlier on in my jiu-jitsu career. You know, I, I competed uh, in a handful of those tournaments, and they're well run and everything. Uh, but just the the uh, lack of you know available sub, sub submissions to use, you know, at my belt level drove me out, and the lack of submissions at the highest belt level. You know, when you got, you know, when you when you are working and progressing, you know, towards black belt. But even at black belt, you can't do certain stuff. You know, to me, that's just not fun. You know, um, and I, I like this to be fun. I like to I like to be, you know, as pure as possible, you know. Um, and so I was sort of, you know, uh, I was I was driven away because of those things. But now that this has happened, you know, I'm a four stripe purple belt. Just get my four stripe. Mm. I'm a purple belt. I'm closing in on brown. Uh, so after I get that brown belt, um, I'll be heel hook and knee reap legal. And uh, I'll be looking to uh, get in the podium uh in those tournaments as well yeah that'd be awesome that'd be awesome yeah so let's keep working towards that um yeah wish you the best of luck oh, oh uh pro if anybody listens to this uh how can they get a hold of you uh yeah yeah uh yeah i'm mostly you know my i don't really use uh twitter i usually just use like facebook and instagram you know so if you want to Get at me. Uh, hit me up on Facebook. It's Anthony Pacheck, P-A-C-H-E-C-K. Um, and if you're interested in catch wrestling, you know, um, I can, <clears throat> um, you know, and you're actually serious about, you know, starting up some, you know, if you got a training partner that you that you want to train catch wrestling with, or maybe you have like a club of people somewhere that you want to, you know, um, you know, I'm with American Hook Wrestling. You know, if you're serious, you know, we can we can get you set up with that as well in John's distance catch wrestling training program and uh, where you have access to, you know, ask John questions, send him videos for reviews, stuff like that. And uh, just overall help spread and try to regrow catch wrestling. 
um, because I mean, let's face it, uh, it's 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 basically on its deathbed. Um, but it's just it's hanging on there. We're giving it life. We're trying. We're sticking as many IVs in the arm as possible, <laughs> try, trying to keep this thing alive because. You and I know, you know, what, what, if if you've had any kind of wrestling or grappling background uh, before, you know, um, what, what, once you see catch wrestling for what it is, it's very hard to unsee, um, yeah. and it's 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 hard to look at the modern submission grappling world the same after that. Um, yeah. So I, you know, I, you know, I'd love nothing more than to see this program ex- uh, expand and see more people learn uh, authentic American catches catch can wrestling. Awesome. That sounds good. So hopefully uh, we can have you back soon. Um, All right. Thanks for chatting. Yeah, as always. Thank you, Roe.